For my whole career, I've used D'Addario strings. This is the one that I use live with Megadeth, and I love it. I've been with D'Addario my whole career, even when I was playing bass in Van Halen, because that's what Dad would play, D'Addario for life. And I say it right, D'Addario. Hey everybody, I'm Ted Drasdowski, editorial director of Premier Guitar, and we're here today with Andrew Stockdale of Wolfmother. Andrew is the the alpha, the alpha wolf of Wolfmother. This is your this is your pat, man. It's your den. It's your thing. Uh, well, and yeah. you also specialize in getting huge guitar sounds out of what you know. I did not. I was expecting a stack of Marshalls, and you yeah. got a nice, concise rig here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, I used to have like three Voxes and cabs and the heads and everything up there and it would take like you know we have a trailer on the back of the bus and yeah. two guys loading it up and they'd have a beer and high five each other after they loaded <laughs> loaded out now and, they're gone and you've all got the amps this. are gone man before we get to and we're doing this, that though, can we start with the guitars and you can tell me about this sg you have right here Does yeah yeah good? yeah we'll work through well, you know, I came over here with no guitars over from Australia about a week ago, and Gibson were generous enough to loan me this thing, which uh, I believe is some kind of 61 reissue or something. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Does that look right? reissue, yeah, it's cheap, yeah. yeah. And it, it, yeah, I like this varnish, it's pretty cool. Like, it's not that thick red paint, it's sort of got a bit of a wood finish on there, which is nice. Yep, how's it been serving um, you so far on the tour? Great. I'm yeah. I'm I'm nervous to chip it. <laughs> but if you chip it, maybe they'll let you keep it. Well, yeah, yeah. That's, who knows? Let's hope that. Could, you know, this could be a, the beginning of a new guitar yeah. relationship. But yeah, it's got a yeah. Well, right. oh, it's it's you know they don't have shark fin inlays on these ones, man. This is a Gibson. <laughs> and uh, what kind of strings do you use typically? Uh these. What are they? Ten to forty twos. Uh, yeah, ten to forty twos. Yeah. Ten to forty twos. Ernie Ball strings. Excellent who sent us a little pack a couple of days ago. That was pretty awesome. All right. And we got these uh, these picks here, which are, what are they? I can't even read that. <laughs> 88, 88 millimeter, yeah. There you go, that sounds 88 great. millimeter. Ernie Walls. Yep. And where do you like to set your tone controls and stuff on the guitar? Do you, do you tend to like roll volume for solos or, you know, what do you do? <clears throat> No, I, no, Straight none, up. none of that stuff. Just everything, just you know, just flat out the whole way. Yeah. Um, full tilt settings for a full tilt sound. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I did do, do that whole thing where you turn it down and turn the amps on full and switch between yep. um, the pickups for distortion. When the pedal board broke down once, which was like, I don't know, fifteen years ago or something. So, uh, Andrew, what pickups are in that guitar? I believe these are the uh, 61T Gibson pickups. Excellent. Great sounding pickup. Excellent. Very cool. Now, if you weren't playing that guitar, because you did say you picked this up when you got to the States, what would you what would you normally be playing, let's see, if you were at home doing gigs or something? Um, well, I've got another sort of 80s uh, black SG, standard black SG that I just took around Europe. Um, but I do have an olive drab uh, Epiphone Explorer, which I really like the look of. But 
Those cases of remission to put on the trolley at the airport. They would have to bring those two guys back to work, too, who were carrying the amps. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm just going to pick up these guitars and hold them in frame if I can, if you want to talk do about that, it for yeah. a minute. Okay. Now, here we've got a pretty cool-looking vintage Supra. When you told me this was given to you by uh, a, uh, a player of renown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is... Um, well, about 10, 12 years ago, I'm not sure, maybe I was at a friend's place surfing in England. Would you believe it? No, that's... Of all places in Cornwall. <laughs> and um, we were just hanging out, having a few beers, and he's like, here, take this guitar. Um, yeah, so it was very generous of him, but uh, we, we'll have to play it tonight. Now, you said earlier it was from C6 Steve. Yeah. Was C6 Steve surfing? Yeah, yeah. Because I can't imagine yeah. C6 Steve surfing. Oh, he, he's a great surfer. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, he's, he's a legit surfer. That's know, amazing. He, he, a lot better than me. That's, that's sure. amazing. Cool. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a great yeah. Supra. It just looks perfect. Yeah. You know, they don't, the, the finish is awesome. I love that sort of old Bakelite uh, kind of look. And those old Supra mm. pickups are just... Killer. I remember him saying, oh, you can have this one because it kind of looks like a toilet seat or something. Yeah, that's... They call that stuff mother of toilet seat. So there you go. And you've also got a white falcon. Is that right? Yes. That shows how long this has been in storage for, because when I came over from the UK, I put this in storage at Mates. So I bought this at the shop around the corner from his place, uh, at Mason's. Okay. And um, so we've been using this on uh, one of our songs, Apple Tree. Okay. Um, but this did get snapped on a flight from Perth in Australia. Oh, did the headstock come off? I think around there or something. Oh, wow. But, That's a big cut. But I just kind of did a did my own job on that thing. Just put a bit of glue on it and a, a clamp and left it overnight. Actually, I don't know. I think it it plays better now. But yeah, yeah. you know, it's funny. <laughs> a lot of people say that about Gretsch's and Gibson's that have had those neck snaps. You know, that yeah. there's something just magical that happens after that first break. Of course, after yeah. you have your heart attack and recover from that when you see the break. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny. Um. I was coming back from this flight in Israel of all, Tel Aviv, we played in Tel Aviv and like, I, I used to have two SGs in like a soft case. And this guy comes up to me and goes, do you ever get like out of nowhere, do you ever get worried about your guitars breaking? I'm like, no, <laughs> why would I? And then I'm like, he's jinxed me, man. I went up, <laughs> opened the case and the headstock snapped off. Oh no. But um, yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? But most of the time, doesn't happen.
Hey y'all, I'm John Bollinger with Premier Guitar. So our rig rundowns for a long time now have been sponsored by D'Addario. And I'm thrilled to be using the D'Addario Expand pedal board. I've got this little guy that fits in my gig bag and like many of you, I'm changing pedals all the time. I love having a board that can shrink as I'm shrinking my board or expand as I'm expanding it. And that's why I love the Expand pedal board. Their patented telescoping technology lets me instantly change the size of my pedals playground. It also features a unique cable management system and comes fitted with loops of Velcro, keeping everything neat and easy to swap. The two Expand versions comes with either one or two rows, depending on your needs. So a big thanks to D'Addario. Now, let's get back to more rig rundown. Well, you want to grab the SG and uh, yeah. talk about your pedal board here, and also, you know, basically the the heartbeat of the uh, of your tonal control center down there, which is a Line Six HX stop. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I swapped to the stomp about uh, seven years ago. Actually, I bought one of those big racks. Uh huh. That that was my first stomp, and then I had the the bigger pedal board one. And then I just thought I'll just go to the little HX stomp, whack it on this with, um, just cause I think these, having my own pedals gives it a bit more character, I think. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. It's, it's got a great core tone. So you've got like a snark floor tuner and then you're running mm. from there into the micro synth, is that right? Am I, yes, am I yes, that's it. Bought the, the Snark in Amsterdam from a guitar shop when we played at the Paradisio, uh, which was just after Christmas sometime or before. No, yeah, this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 that's pretty cool. Cool. Um, yeah. So we got that one, then the Micro Synth, uh, which I've had right from the beginning with Wolf Mother. I, you know, it used to be a big silver kind of looking one, which I'm sure you've yeah, seen Yeah, the around. old school one. Yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, on the record, I think we used an actual rack micro synth. Okay. You know, the, the really old school ones. But um, but yeah, that's that's just for like when you, should I demonstrate? Yeah, the, if you uh, want to, that'd be great. Let's so, do it a little bit. Like if, you know, for instance, in Joker, if you want to go, So that's how you kind of get that. Cool. <clears throat> that's the micro sense with a little taste of the AC booster in there. Yeah, you get that sub-octave kind of thing going on there. Yeah, and you've got the micro pogs. You can actually mess around with tone a little bit more there too with uh, uh, various octaves. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, like... Um, so like, say, New Moon Rising, you got... If you just want to kind of beef it up a bit on the chorus and yep. yeah, you, you know, whack that one on. Uh, and I sort of sometimes put those two on at the same time. To really uh, mess with the tone in a to cool just way. Keep stacking it up. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then you've got the Wah Wah pedal, which I have no idea what that is, but I got that somewhere <laughs> in Paris. I think it was Paris. What we have here is a 535 Crybaby. All right. It's got a great tone. Amazing. Just, you know, when you're doing the solos and you just want a bit more 
top end and you just push it over the edge, you get that kind of page thing going on. It's, yeah, it does the job. And you do get that kind of page thing going on, oh. this hip. Well, thank you, thank you, do my best. Cool, so we're going from the, uh, the tuner to the microsynth to the AC booster to the POG to the wah, and then we're going, I guess, to that tremolo pedal over there. Uh, yeah. Classic Boss TR2 trem. Very exotic. Well, you know, I've had a lot of tremolo pedals and they just fall apart, as you can imagine. Super trem, I think, was the last one I had. Okay. The knobs just fell off that, so this is just a go, you know. People, you know, make a fuss about boutique gear, but the thing is, if you're using Boss and it breaks, you can find one anywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's really a lot to be said yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good road warrior pedal, you know? Yep. Because, you know, you don't want to bring too much expensive stuff on the road because that's just a recipe for tears. You know, that, I learned that lesson a long time ago. Bring cheap equipment or you're just going to get upset. Yeah, was there something in particular that, uh, that died that was very painful or um uh uh yeah well i i i can't remember but yeah, yeah stuff gets, yeah. yeah i mean yeah, like but i'm saying that and this isn't cheap no it's not <laughs> so i haven't actually learned it was probably a country gentleman gretch that i bought in boise idaho which i just did one song took it took it off like this just bowed and it hit the monitor and the neck just went and just oh. popped off. So Okay. <laughs> but I try to just bring like just war horse tile uh, just guitars you don't care too much about. Yeah. You know? Even though this is a nice guitar, don't get me wrong. No, but it is. Yep. Something that you can throw at the drum kit and not <laughs> Yeah. You know, or you can stand yeah. You know, stuff that you're not gonna get. Yeah. Too fragile and caught up about because you know, it's a live show. You're in the live context. You want to get into it. You know, no one cares. I mean, it's nice to see cool guitars and stuff, but nobody knows if it's like a ten thousand dollar guitar or a thousand dollar guitar. Or, yeah. I mean, some. I mean, you would know, but <laughs> yeah, you want you want to rock, and you want, and they want to be rocked. So you just want to turn it loose, and you yeah. don't want to have to be delicate with that. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Yeah. You got a DC five power supply there, and you have, I think, yeah. a uh, a dormant. Uh, um, <clears throat> a dormant uh, wireless sitting yeah, there we yeah. as well. Uh, I just got that on the last uh, West Coast tour we did about a month ago, but um, I left the, the transistor in my guitar case, which I didn't bring. Cool. Um, so we're, we're using the lead, but highly recommend these things. They're great. Um, and they're really easy to set up. Um, and I mean, this is, another sort of like evolution of of just minimizing the gear because i've had the sennheiser thing with the racks oh yeah and i've literally seen yeah. that come down the um the the baggage carousel and you know the case just fall open and and the rack just and i think i'm not bringing that again yeah yeah, yeah. so that's sitting at home as well so i'm just i'm con as you can see i'm like the minimalist guitar setup with which is great. Oh, There's a lot to be said for that. Minimal it. setup, maximum yeah. tone. You know, what's it. wrong with that? You know, nothing that's at it. all. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But the new generation of the uh, Shore Wirelesses are really cool. I got one recently and I was playing a gig in a place about this big. Went outside. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Wow. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. It was really good. Yeah. The vent walls, no problem. Yeah. Did a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, I don't know what they've done, but how they've managed to compact it all into that one 
pedal that but it is it, it is works. sweet yes yeah. so are you guys working on another record right now too or is that on the docket for after this uh this run but yeah rock out i think covid sort of messed up my uh perception of time because now i think it was like three years ago or something yeah i think but it was like 2001 i think i mean 2000, 2001 yeah a space odyssey <laughs> before uh, we even started the band exactly the, the record came out monkeys were slinging things at obelisks and the whole deal it was very confusing yeah yeah no 2021 yeah right? yeah yeah so um yeah rock out then after that i've just put out uh uh what was it um midnight train and then uh stay a little longer all independently released you know um but yeah I, you know i'm working on riffs and stuff but i haven't really uh completed the songs or put together uh arrangements or anything but but yeah no it's it's yeah, it, like whether there'll be a record or just singles, I'm not sure. I'm, I've got, you know, I'm kind of just used to just putting stuff out whenever I feel like it, you know. Cool. Well, no manager, no record label. What else don't I have? All, all that stuff's gone and I've been doing no amps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is probably the most crew we've had. We, we did four months in Europe with like, without a, tour manager, guitar tech or anything. We just use the in-house sound guy. And we're selling out like the Paradiso and right. well, playing festivals. You, and you, you know, sold out tonight. Sold out tonight. 800 uh, person room. Because you know, nobody knows this. No one cares. It's only <laughs> us. And now we're talking about it with people who care. But of course, it's nice to have, um, I mean, there was one festival in, I think it was Wart Cross in, in Holland where I like, I was given like directions to get to this festival in like handwriting. Oh. Like without, it wouldn't go in the GPS because it was in some field in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, you know, in Holland, like the, the street names are like that long with like Zs and, and I'm like, <laughs> I need to get a tour manager, man. This is stressful. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, just, just playing, you know, play, keeping it light and easy these days yeah cool and i know tonight's gig is going to be a blast thank you so much for talking with us i really appreciate it yeah uh, stay in touch and also you out there please stay in touch make sure you like our stuff make sure you click the subscribe button stay tuned because there's all kinds of good stuff at premierguitar.com thanks again andrew pleasure thank appreciate you it. yeah 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 cheers thanks had, if we counted them, probably seven bad D'Addario strings in 30 years. The reason we only stock D'Addario strings is because D'Addario strings are perfect. It's nice to be able to depend on something. <laughs>